Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. It's Kids Day at the X today. We yes. had a beautiful sunrise. Birds are chirping. We're making memories. And... And now it's time for another edition of That One Friend. We're kicking the show off with uh, a That One Friend mm-hmm. because we all have that one friend uh, with the epic snack drawer. Sometimes it's not even a drawer. It's an entire cupboard. Oh, yeah, that's the best. Sometimes a pantry in their house just dedicated to snacks. Like, if Halloween and 7-Eleven had a baby, that would be this person's snack stash. Absolutely. And why is it always so organized? Because it's important to them. (laughs) Snacking for this person, this friend, is very important. They have snacks in all four food groups, right? They've got the sweet. Mm -hmm. They've got the salty. They've got the soft. They've got the ice cream. They've got the crunchy. They have the chewy. It's all there. And it's always, like, the brand names. It's never the off-brands, like the President's Choice or No Name or whatever. Nuh-uh. They have the expensive stuff. They have the stuff that was, like, discontinued back in 1995. Like, so delicious? What? How did you... Where did you find these? Yes, they make them only for us. Like, I swear they have an employee who manages the snack drawer in there, keeping it organized, color-coded. And they're always very giving as well, because they want to share, they want to get you on the snack train. Which I'm all aboard. As a kid, you you think it's just like a kid thing, right? Oh, the one friend with the epic snack thing, right? No, you grow up. It's an adult thing, too. And when you get older, it's the best because you can buy whatever the hell you Mm -hmm. want. And eat it whenever you want. The thing is, you go back to your own snack drawer because we all have a little snack stash in our house. You just look Depressing. at it. Well, you're just disappointed at mm-hmm. your own, right? You got like a thing of Oreos and a half open thing of Doritos and you're like, Duh. Or Fiona's goldfish crackers. Oh. That's all we See, got. that's the thing about having kids. I'm not there quite yet. Yeah. But just buying snacks with the for rationale. For the kids. Oh, this is for the kids. Yeah, I'm right. buying some Chips Ahoy for the kids. <laughs> I haven't had Chips Ahoy in 15 years, but yeah, for the kids. 96.3 Cruise FM. It is Stacy and Clayton with you this morning. It is Kids Day at the X. It's a beautiful day for it. It doesn't look like there's any rain in the forecast, which is uh, a reason to celebrate. There always seems to be one day for sure when you're at the exhibition and you get caught in a downpour and then the sun comes out and it's fine. Here's the thing about the X downpour, though. It lasts like... 25 minutes. Just the perfect amount of time for you to give up. You're like, okay, looks like we're in for one. Let's pack up and go home. As you're driving home, oh, oh. see you later, storm. Sun is shining, birds are chirping. You're Here's like, your first come mistake. on. You don't Classic. Go, you don't go home. You go into the, uh, to the halls and peruse the made-for-TV products and eat the fudge and then go back outside. The air horns are for the fudge, by the way. Okay. And you just smell the fudge. You don't eat the fudge? I'm cheap. Okay. That fudge is expensive, man. <laughs> Regardless, it is Kids Day at the X today. Uh, lots of rides and promotions going on for the little ones under the age of 10. And apparently, so for first day yesterday, they said food was uh, the big draw at the exhibition. Food is always the big draw yeah, at old, the exhibition. Old news, guys. <laughs> Who goes to the exhibition for the rides? Well, kids. A lot of people, but just not me. I go to the exhibition strictly for the food and entertainment. I'm petrified that my son is going to grow up as like a, a ride junkie, always going on rides. Let's go on this ride. Let's go on that ride. Uh-oh. I'm petrified mm-hmm. of heights. I want my son to see me as a superhero. He's going to see me on one of these rides. Get me off! 
<laughs> Dad just barfed that. again. I just want to. I want to be the person holding the bags, waiting in line. Right. right? So I, that's what I want to be when I grow up. When you grow up, hey. Some lofty aspirations there. Yeah. I want to be the guy holding the bags at the. <laughs> Hey, um, but the set food, the bar low. See, the thing about the X food this year, usually there's like the the weird item, like scorpion pizza stuff. Well, like it's that. the craft dinner ice cream yeah. this year. Oh, that's the big item everyone's talking about. Okay, craft dinner ice cream. I and... thought we had one year where it was like okay, just normal mini donuts and corn dogs, stuff like that. Have fun. There was a time when it used to be like I that. I know, and now it's just like, what can we put in your face that's so weird you'll see, pay money to eat? Actually, I don't mind that because everyone's busy waiting in like the mac and cheese ice cream line. Meanwhile, two people in line at the mini donuts. Used to be like a 45 minute wait for the mini donuts. Now everyone wants the weird food. And remember when taco in a bag first came out and everyone's losing their mind? Exactly. No one in the taco in a bag line. Rookie move, (laughs) ex-goers. It's time for another episode of Is It a Guy Thing? This is the first episode, by the way. I don't know why I said another episode, but uh, is it a guy thing? Eating over the sink. Hmm. I always hear of guys doing that, right? Bachelor guys, single guys. My uncle does it. Do girls also eat over the sink, usually in the dark at like nine o'clock at night? Like, what are you eating? A snack or a sandwich, a bowl of cereal? All of the above. All of the above. Okay. It's usually a meal that's a little messy, so you don't want to dirty up a plate, right? That's why you eat over the sink, because everything falls under the sink, right? I am the kind of person who, if I'm preparing something to eat, I will put a placemat on the coffee table, get myself a drink, find a good show, Mm -hmm. sit down, and then eat my meal. You have a little tradition. Yeah. I don't really, like, I'll cram stuff in my mouth straight out of the fridge, Mm -hmm. but I'll never, like, sit by the sink on purpose. See, guys don't like that. I think guys, like... They'll get done something in the garage or they'll finish a project, some yard work, whatever. They come in, open a Tupperware leftovers, oh, and just wolf it over the sink. I got, I don't have time to eat. Eat it over the sink. See you later. Another down. project. My schedule. Have you seen my to-do list? Like, guys, it just seems like when they get in that bachelor mode, like when the wife or girlfriend leaves for a weekend, that's when guys get into like the, oh, I can eat over the sink again. Well, cause oh, I can, I can see wear a dirty shirt to- for three days in a row Dirty a plate. Yeah. I can see that, but I don't care. I'll wash a plate. It's a big deal. Seems like such a like lonely guy thing to do. Eat over the sink. I, I, I caught myself doing it yesterday. I just think it's not as, like, there's something about, like you said, the process of, like, setting your placemat mm-hmm. down, finding a show, eating yeah. your food. That's nice. That's, like, enjoyable for me. Yeah. Eating something at the sink, to me, would be, like, a waste. Yeah, because, well, guys don't care. What a waste We don't of care food. about that other stuff, but we want to impress you, so we go along with the charade. If it were up to us, we'd be eating over the sink every single night of the week. <laughs> If you are really, really competitive, mosey on over to the Cruise Facebook page. We put a typing test on there for you. It's a word-per-minute typing test. So you have a minute, type as many words as you possibly can. You have to get them right. Like, it gives you a little red squiggly line if you get something wrong. And you figure out how many words per minute you can type, which is always a fun thing to compare. I saw a lady, it was on Instagram, she was going around her office and she worked in a business office Mm -hmm. and got the people to take the test and their typing speeds were all like... 
40, 50, I think 60. And when I took um, Saskatoon Business College, I took a course there at one point. Mm -hmm. I think what they wanted you to try and get was like 80 words per minute. What? Yeah. It's 65. And I was like, go me. I was 73 with 96% accuracy. But I I don't know. Steal my thunder, will you? Why not? I love typing. I also type on the home row. Super cool. Do you or do you chicken peck? Are you like a combo of all three? I'm a hybrid. Hybrid? I do all three. Sometimes I'm on the home row. Sometimes I just got my two fingers doing the dun 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 dun. So you have to look at your fingers. Oh, absolutely. Because you probably paid attention in typing class at elementary school, didn't you? Well, it's not hard. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. I did ultra key back in uh, St. Bernard Elementary School. We had ultra key. This Mm -hmm. little, it looked like a tooth, a talking tooth, and it told you what to do. I was going to punch that thing in the face, let me tell you. helpers are always so annoying. Here's the thing that would happen. Our computer teacher would hang out for five minutes and then peace out, go smoke like three darts in the back. Yeah. So we'd have 45 minutes to ourselves. And so did you practice your typing? No. I'm going on Mega Math Blaster shooting some garbage and (laughs) learning at the same time. And then I'm going down to Oregon Trail. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Shooting some oxen. Having a great time. Maybe opening up Microsoft Bridge Builder. Building some bridges. I also worked at a temp agency for a while so when I had some downtime I was like, oh, might as well take some more typing tests and just get better at typing. What do some people do for fun? Uh, I don't know, play board games, maybe pick up a a sport. What does Stacy do for fun? Typing tests. Typing tests. We can't wait until Festivus. I got a lot of problems with you people. It's time to air some grievances with Stacy and Clayton. I've got one grievance to air today. Um, nose zits. Oh, say no more. It's one thing <laughs> that people don't tell you when you're a kid. You think the, the zits are going to stop when you hit like 17, 18 years old. You did the proactive. You did the oxy pads. You did all that stuff. It's gone, right? Oh, nay, nay. When you're an adult, you get these nose zits. Sometimes they're on the inside of your nose, which are just... Mm, if you get a cold on that day, on nose zit day... Oh, my God. I pray for you, because that's just... <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. But the ones that are outside your nose, just on, like, the crevice, where your nose meets your cheek... Yeah. Dealing with one of those right now. And anytime I go to comb my mustache or get some peanut butter out of my mustache, whatever I got going on in my stash, <laughs> it hurts for, like, 45 seconds. It's the... It's the equivalent of getting kicked in the groin, but it's on your face. It's Ouch. just... Oh, my God. No zits. Frig off. <laughs> um, my grievance this morning are for the people who don't put their groceries right into a bag at the self-checkout. Go on. Do they realize that they are doing the work twice and that they're holding up the line? They... First of all, you need to scan your air miles, mm-hmm. obviously. Second step, though, put your bag over on the side and take those groceries you scan and put them directly into the bag. I have seen so many people who scan everything, throw it down on that little right-hand side, progress with the payment and the receipts, and then they spend another two minutes packing their flipping bags. Get it right. I have to take a quick minute and say good morning to my daughter, Fiona. She's listening to me on the radio. This never happens. I think it almost never happens, but I just wanted to say good morning, Fiona. Mommy loves you. 
My wife listens every single morning because she loves me. So, Well, my daughter's also three and has no control over the radio. Yeah. So, Well, I win this round. Anyway, I love you, Fiona. Love you too, Fiona. <laughs> um, anywho, uh, passwords. Significant others and their passwords. Do you yes. and Sean, are you guys like buddy-buddy with your passwords? That's weird to say it like that. Buddy, are buddy. you and your husband buddy-buddy? Uh, but with your we're passwords, actually, are you sharing them with each other? We're more husband and wife with our passwords. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I like we know each other's phone codes. There's mm-hmm. no issues there. Um, I think we both know each other's like main password. And I know that Sean has more than me. He's more responsible. He does it right. He uses a different password for different things. Who does that? I know. I'm the kind of person who just tweaks it each time yeah. with like a question mark oh, yeah. or an exclamation. That's oh. how you're supposed to do one, it. One, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, five, six, seven, eight, eight, seven, six, five. How satisfying is it? When you do like the exclamation mark, no. Question mark. Boom, there it is. I yeah, knew it. I knew it, it was, was one, one of those two. two, right? At sign. Boom, I'm in. So uh, yeah, he's got a few different ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mine are all over the place. Well, most people have like the number password, like the four digit code they have for their for their debit card or whatever, and then most people have like the word password, right? My Mine's wife and combo. I Oh, my wife and I, we don't care. We know every single password that we have. And if you're in a relationship and someone is like, I'm not giving you my passwords. Um, red flag. Maybe a red flag. <laughs> what are you hiding, bud? What are you hiding? Why don't you? Like, who cares? The other day, my wife was like, can I just look at your Instagram? I'm like, yeah, sure. There you go. Toss the phone over. Mm-hmm. And in some relationships, it's like, you can't look at my Instagram. I'm you more, my privacy. It's I'm like, more, man, you're married. I'm more worried about Sean accidentally liking a picture of someone's that I'm just like showing oh, him. Oh, yeah, because he doesn't know how. I'm like, don't like it because this is like a ways down <laughs> yeah. in their feed. So don't. But it's like in case of emergencies, right? You need to get into their account or whatever. Whatever. Right. Oh, I know my wife's. It's, it's one of three things. Type it in. You're in there. You're good to go. You can help them out. But I feel like I could maybe hack one of Sean's if I tried hard enough. But nah, I don't know. It seems like a lot of work. Hey, does wouldn't that be a big red flag? Someone in the relationship. I'm not giving you my password for my well, stuff. I've, I've honestly never asked for it. That's the other thing. You just know. You just creep over his shoulder and know it. That's how I got <laughs> surveillance. Uh, Let's just share each other's password, shall we? Text us your password and how easy it is to guess. 938. We're going to touch on something we talked about yesterday. We were talking about bridesmaids for hire, groomsmen for hire, and how some people, that's their side hustle. Mm -hmm. On the weekends, they'll go to a complete stranger's wedding and act as their close friend and bridesmaid because some people just don't have a lot of friends and they marry people with a lot of friends. Yes. And it looks weird when one person has nine people standing up there and the other person has their cat. So they hire some people <laughs> to uh, stand up there for them. Now, Stacy thought that was a bit of a ridiculous idea. Who would have, come, come on, this wouldn't be fun. We're going to try it out. Uh, you have written a little fake backstory for, for your fake bridesmaid. I have done the same thing with the groomsmen. Mm-hmm. So let's pretend you are sure. a bridesmaid for hire. You I'm are a rental at the bridesmaid. wedding. Uh, the reception's about to begin, all that stuff. You run into to Uncle Larry. Go. Oh, hi. I'm Estelle. I'm a friend of the bride. Uh, Well, more than a friend, actually. We lived together in university. It wasn't very long, but wow, we just got along so well. And yeah, you probably don't remember me because I actually legally changed my name. I was (laughs) Regina Bertrand back in the day. Wasn't a fan. Changed it up. Much enjoy. I really, really enjoy Estelle. It's so much better. I also had a nose job, which made a huge difference. Like... 
Huge. I'm talking huge difference. Um, what do I do for a living? Well, I'm a content creator by day and a podcaster by night. Well, more like afternoons because I spend my nights as a dog walker. Oh, yeah, trust me. Nighttime dog walkers make great, great cash. I've been squirreling away my money to open my own business. It's going to be a dog park that's only open at night. I don't have a name yet for it, but it doesn't matter. It's going to be great. Or is the right. buffet. Estelle Bertrand. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Or former Mrs. Bertrand, now I'm I should say. Estelle. Oh, just just one, one word. Just like Sharon Seal. Hey, you don't yeah. need a last name. All right. Uh, hey there, my name's Pete. Yeah, my friends call me Pistol. Don't feel like you have to, though. Uh, what do I do for a living? Nothing exciting. I just got into the family business. Uh, my brother and I, we took over our dad's moving company in Lethbridge a few years ago. Thinking of expanding out here, though. It's getting a bit too expensive in Alberta. Uh, how did Scott and I meet? Uh, we've actually known each other since we were like nine or ten years old. I can't remember. Uh, we went to the same summer camp one year. I can't remember the camp, but the food was so gross. So we sold some Game Boy games to one kid and just bought junk food at the canteen. That's what we lived off of for a week, just junk food. We bonded over that, and when we went home, we just played video games online like twice a week. We talked on MSN Messenger. I'd actually help him with his math homework over the phone back in like grade six and seven. He's never good at math. Uh, and then after high school, we went on this epic road trip together and just, I don't know, always those friends that stayed in touch. There you go. Who's more believable here? Who's a better fake wedding party attendee? 938 Give us a call or a text. Canadian basketball player Kelly Olynyk uh, played for Boston, played for Miami. He's like seven foot one. Very tall. Tall guy. Uh, he got married last week and he's making headlines because in his wedding photos, uh, he's rocking a pair of Air Force Ones and a backwards snapback hat. That's what he wore to his wedding. Like in all the wedding photos with the wedding party and the family, the, the wife, everything. He's rocking this black snapback hat. We don't know if he wore them at the altar, but like, yeah. It looks the- like he did. Like, it's part of his outfit. It's it's matching the rest of his suit and everything like that. And in all the photos online, he's wearing this back black snapback hat. Yeah. And he is getting roasted for it. Why are you wearing a hat in your wedding photos? What's, what's the problem, man? It's so disrespectful. Ugh. Here's the thing real quick. People get married in freaking Burger Kings. Right. If this guy wants to wear a backwards hat to right. his wedding, whatever, let it. Oh my Here's God. my impression of everyone like a week before someone's wedding. Three, two, one. It's your wedding. Do whatever you want. You do you. Don't listen to anyone else and what they want. It's your day. It's your day. Here's my impression of those same people at your wedding. Oh, this place sucks. What are they doing? Why would they do this? Oh, I'm judging this so hard. People at weddings are the worst. Planning my wedding was the most stressful event ever because you're just worried about everyone else enjoying your time. Yeah. And this guy probably could have put on the best party of the year and no one cares because he wore a hat. Which is ridiculous because weddings, exactly, they're for the couple. Look, I get it. Does it, it looks- make it less valid because he wore a hat? No. Come on. Like, people are saying, oh, this is a huge red flag. If I was the bride, I would have walked off. I, I wouldn't have married. I wouldn't have gone through with it. It's a hat, guys. It's okay, a hat. Easy. It's not 1922 anymore, okay? That hats, whole hat tradition, Hats ridiculous. aren't this big disrespectful thing anymore. People wear hats. Get over it. I remember when I proposed to my wife, it was outside by the river. I was wearing my hat. Because I was balding at the time. I don't want a sunburn on my bald spot. Safety first. And people in the comments section, when I posted on our station's Facebook page, wow, that's so gross, Clayton. 
How could you wear a hat during one of the most important days of your life? The hat people need to take a seat. Okay, You need to just relax a bit. Consider yourself with something else. It's just, I can't believe you wore a hat during his wedding. Oh, well, you know what? Just, there's a better way to end this conversation, but we're just going to end it with a... Honestly. One of those little nose exhales. Just a... So there's a restaurant in Toronto. You can bring your dog to this restaurant. That's not really that exciting. There are restaurants like that here in Saskatoon. You can mm-hmm. bring your dog. But the exciting thing is this restaurant actually has a menu for your dog. Not like things on the normal menu you can order for your dog. A separate dog Legit menu. Legit dog food. It's got like, well, no, it's got like they got a dog chef back there. So they'll make your dog like mashed potatoes and gravy and they'll put some turkey what? on there. They, they have a bunch of dog creations. They got like 10 menu items. They even have a dessert menu. I wonder if the dog creations are just the scraps from other people's plates. Probably, yeah. Probably. Whatever. Dogs don't care. Uh, that's the thing though. Um, dessert menu. They got like whipped cream and carrots. They got ice cream. They got, it's just adorable, Cute. right? And people are saying like this is, this is one of the busiest places in Toronto right now. Everyone seems to have a dog now. Dogs are very popular and they want to take their dog out of the house. Dog owners hate leaving their dogs by themselves because you just picture them sitting by the door. Whining and crying. Mm, So you want to bring your dog everywhere. One thing, though, about bringing your dog to a restaurant, you have to know that not everyone is a dog person. Definitely. This is not a I'm just going to do me situation. No, read the room. We say it all the time here mm-hmm. on the Stacy and Clayton show. Read the room. Because if your dog sucks, you shouldn't be bringing them to a restaurant. Well, because restaurants are usually like not a lot of open space. Mm-hmm. So just the close quarters, that yeah. sort of thing. You have to be so careful. Well, some dog owners just don't have self-awareness. They have mm-hmm. the blinders on. They're like, oh, my poochie. Oh, the best dog ever. Yeah. The best dog ever. Poochie's humping legs, taking food off the table. Poochie's the worst. Yeah, exactly. But to that dog owner, they can do no wrong. So they bring them to a restaurant, Ruins the entire atmosphere. The dog's going up to other tables like, I love my dog. She's well behaved. I'd never bring her to a restaurant. Yeah. She's blind. She doesn't have any eyes. So her main sense is her nose. Think a restaurant's a good place to bring a blind dog? That's just rude. <laughs> hey, I know there are 900 smells here. They all smell delicious, but you have to stay in this one spot. Yeah, Kipper. exactly. That's horrible, I right? saw the pictures of the food, too, and it looks absolutely delicious. Oh, They've plated it so nicely. It looks better than the actual food. It's like, they put cheap. more effort into the dog food. It's not cheap, though. That's the thing. Like, oh. I don't know how I feel about p- putting out, like, $12 for my dog's dinner. See, that's the thing. It's like mashed potatoes and gravy for your dog. It's like $7. It's probably 30 cents worth of potatoes. Like, good on the restaurant. The upcharge on this is fantastic also, stuff. sirloin and rice? Sirloin? Oh, dogs are eating better than us now, no Stacey. Kidding. Stacey and Clayton, weekday morning 6 to 10 on Cruise. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.